Culture comms and cocktails as internal comms served straight up. So settle in, drink in the knowledge, some shaken, some stirred, and maybe even some with a twist, and enjoy the top shelf guests I have lined up for you. I'm your host, Chuck Ghost, strategic advisor at Social Chorus, and I'm excited to have Ray Bachnight as our guest. Ray is the executive director of internal brand and engagement strategy and is joining us today from Las Vegas, a city very near and dear to my heart. Ray, thanks for joining me to talk about culture, comms, and cocktails. Hey, Chuck. I'm so happy to be here. It's such an honor to speak with you, and thanks for inviting me. Uh, Looking forward to this conversation. Well, and I was fortunate to get to work with you and your team at MGM Resorts this past summer, so it is a special privilege having you join us here for the first episode. So to kick things off, so people get a little sense of your background, talk a little bit about your role as Executive Director of Internal Brand and Engagement Strategy there at MGM Resorts. Sure, Um, so this role, it's actually a fairly new one for our company. Uh, I have the honor of being the first one to serve in this role. Uh, And I've been serving in it for about the last two years. Uh, Before that, I was Executive Director of Corporate Comms uh, for six years with the company. So I'm I'm coming up on eight years with MGM Resorts International. Um, So the reason that it was created is because our company's leadership really recognized the importance of aligning our external brand message, message, or that what we are delivering to our guests, with the brand message that we are delivering to our employees. Um, And so we we figured it would make sense to have a team member within HR, uh, within our events and communications department, uh, leading the campaign to ensure that there is alignment between the two. And so when you think about the internal brand there at MGM Resorts, what are some of the words that come to mind or what are some of the things that you think impact your brand the most? So our brand has been evolving a a little bit. Uh, We actually launched in fall of 2017, a, uh, a new brand campaign, external brand campaign. And it was actually something new for our company to do. Uh, you're probably aware that we have many resorts and many brands, uh, but there's also our company-wide brand, uh, MGM Resorts International. And so for the first time, we launched a national campaign really articulating what ties all of our properties together, uh, which comes down to entertainment. That uh, we're not, you know, not a hotel company or not just a gaming company, but uh, we really feel like we exist to entertain and to wow our our guests. Um, so that was really the rallying cry for our company uh, as we launched that in again in 2017 fall, and we relaunched it in 2018. Um, and uh, to answer your question, that's what it comes down to. Our brand is uh, we believe that entertainment is a fundamental human need. Um, and we believe people come to Las Vegas and to our resorts to be wowed, to have an extraordinary experience that you cannot experience any other place. Um, so as far as how does internal brand tie to that, uh, and from my perspective, brand is really when you are setting an expectation or a promise and then the extent to which you're able to deliver on that promise. And so that's where my role comes into play, internal brand, which with this new campaign that we are launching, and as we are telling our guests that we really want to want to wow you in a way that you've never been wowed before, we recognize that we did, needed to internally begin to share that message uh, to ensure that our employees are able to deliver on that promise and deliver on that expectation. 
And so as we were rolling out this external campaign called Welcome to the Show, we launched an internal campaign called We Are the Show, uh, which helped our employees to understand their role, their importance in delivering on that brand promise of wowing our guests and for them to recognize that they truly are the stars of the show. And that's what this internal campaign has done. We are the show. It's made them uh, the really center stage, if I can use that vernacular, center stage of our company, center stage of the show that we put on uh, for our guests, uh, for each one that walks through the doors, that they would really have that wow experience. And to take a little tie-in from something you mentioned earlier around tying together all the resources. When I mentioned I got to work with you and your team this summer, we worked together on launching a new communications program there called Leo, which is very much about uh, wowing people and getting people all aligned on messaging. Before we get too much into that program itself, it did include an app as part of it. More importantly, it was very important for your organization to give the program a personality. And even when I was on site with you and the team, we had talked about creating almost like a mascot feel and your team even created a mask of which in many ways you're the man behind the mask of Leo, of this lion head. So why was this important to give this new program a personality? Is this part of that, of that wow aspect or, or why was this important to your group? So yeah, I'm one of many people who have uh, worn that mask and it's kind of a joke uh, uh, within our office, who's going to wear it next. Um, but the point is that it was really important for us to provide an identity, a, a personality to the app uh, because we felt like it would allow us a lot more creativity as it pertains to the content that you'll see on Leo, um, as well as uh, creativity is related to how we should engage our employees when it comes to Leo. Uh, and it all comes back to the brand. So if we are an entertainment brand, if we are in a, a brand that uh, wants to wow our guests, but also our employees, then uh, the app, uh, if it's in alignment with our brand, should be doing the same thing. And so that's what we recognize we had the idea of uh, giving the app a personality um, you know, Siri as a personality, Alexa as a personality. Uh, so our, we felt like it, to keep in line with those, those apps, Leo should have a personality. And Leo's personality is in line with our brand. Uh, it's fun, entertaining. Uh, the type of content you'll see uh, is content that we feel like our employees want to see, and we've surveyed them to understand what that is. Um, and it's, it's content that provides our employees with even a closer look at some of the great experiences that we are able to provide our guests uh, much more closely than what they typically would be able to see. And when I was on site, we, we talked specifically about this entertainment aspect of the content because we, we were going through content strategy and some of those conversations and we started to realize what we were talking about maybe wasn't the most exciting things, but how can we use maybe some of the entertainment aspect of MGM Resorts and bring that into Leo. So other than some of those um, sort of behind the scenes looks, what, what other ways has this entertainment aspect been reflected inside the program? So one thing the program really helped us to do, um, it, it, it brought in the forms of communications that we could provide our employees with. Um, uh, so the challenge that we are facing is that um, we're a very large organization. Uh, we have 81,000 employees. Uh, however, the, the majority of our employees um, aren't uh, on email. And so 
uh, and even for those who are on email, uh, in your, when you're communicating to them, um, there are certain limitations related to emailing them uh, when it comes to video content, GIFs, other types of content that uh, people are used to seeing on social media. Um, so what Leo has allowed us to do is it's allowed us to deliver content in a new and more engaging way, especially in the way of pictures, GIFs, video content that is aligned with really our, what I see as our brand, um, which is tied back to entertainment. And so that's one of the advantages that uh, Leo has provided us with. Um, it's provided a more engaging forum for us to engage our employees than say email or the other more traditional ways that we are communicating communicating uh, to them uh, through back of house signage and, and other means that just, it's not as dynamic, it's not as engaging as what we've been able to do with Leo. And then I know a, a, a lot of the content that comes in is employee generated. So employees are sharing videos and photos. And as someone on the communications team, what has that experience been like seeing your employees so proud of, of who they are, what they do, who they work with, to then want to share that to this larger audience? Yeah, it's been great to see. Um, the, the, the pictures, the videos that our employees have been submitting, um, it reflects on the culture of our properties. Um, so we've, right now we've only rolled out to, um, to Mandalay Bay, uh, but we'll be rolling out to other properties as well. We've rolled out the app to our corporate um, entities too. Uh, and so what you see is you'll see the culture of those entities reflected in the content submitted by our employees. Um, and they in, enjoy seeing their pictures, seeing their videos posted. Uh, they also enjoy seeing uh, videos submitted by their leaders and, and shared by their leaders uh, and other colleagues too. Uh, commonly, you'll see pictures and videos submitted of our employees volunteering and giving back to the community. Um, and you'll see uh, pictures, videos of our employees recognizing each other as well. Uh, and it's a great platform for our managers to recognize our employees, uh, how they are leading the show, as we, uh, as we call it, how they are making sure that uh, we are providing our employees with that wow experience that uh, we are promising. And it's important to note to people, so Leo launched uh, back in the September timeframe in 2018. So still very young, but some very great successes for uh, your team and the organization. What are some of the goals you see coming on now in 2019? Like, where do you want to take Leo? What do you want to see in Leo as you guys mature with the program and also as employees become more habitual and familiar with Leo? Well, the first goal is to drive adoption even more, uh, to get more and more employees on it. Um, and part of that is rolling it out to additional properties too. Uh, so that's really the first step. Um, uh, in order to do that though, it comes down to the content that is on the app, um, how to drive employees to the app and want to use the app because it's not something that's mandatory for them. Uh, it's something that uh, we want them to want to do. Um, and also, we, we want to provide an added value to the employee through the app um, and provide information that they typically wouldn't be able to receive unless it was through the app. So I would first say adoption. I would uh, Tied to that, I would say content. Um, and uh, thirdly, I would say gathering their feedback and understanding what their experience is, is like in order to evolve um, the 
the platform even more to fit what their wants are, uh, their desires are, as well as making sure that it aligns with our uh, business objectives. And important when we talk about getting that employee feedback, uh, you and your team have done a great job of, of doing that. What are some of the adjustments you've made in the program based on what employees have told you? They also provided feedback that they wanted the experience on Leo to be very much like the experience they have on other apps. Um, and it, the timing was great because some of the feedback we received uh, and requests that our employees were making to us included um, having being able to comment on posts, uh, being able to um, tag other employees in posts. And I say the timing was great because the software updated around the same time that these requests were coming in. Uh, and so it, overall, I think the feedback has been wanting to uh, have an experience that's similar to the other apps that they use on their mobile devices. And it's been great to see how the technology has evolved uh, just naturally uh, to help us respond to those uh, those requests and those needs. Ray, I've, I've been impressed with uh, you and the team assembled. Uh, sounds very uh, Marvel there, but you guys did assemble a great team to uh, help lead Leo and continue to grow Leo. So I applaud you and your team's efforts. You've dedicated yourselves to it. You've, you've made tweaks, you've made adjustments, but you went forward with a plan. And I think showing uh, the re responses from employees, whether it's the adoption numbers, the participation numbers, it certainly shows that there was a need out there. Uh, MGM Resorts saw that need, and you guys and your team are now fulfilling that need for employees. And then, you know, hopefully, as we go into 2019, 2020, 2021, uh, we just see Leo continue to to grow and be this great resource for not just the employees, but also management and leadership there at MGM Resorts. Yeah, I'm really excited about what 2019 is going to bring. I think we're off to a great start uh, now that we've begun with uh, our corporate employees and Mandalay Bay employees. And I'm looking forward to uh, what this year is going to bring as we roll it out to the additional properties too. Um, and like you said, gathering feedback and understanding how things can continue to evolve in order to um, meet the requests of our employees, but also make sure that there's that what we're providing is in alignment with our business objectives too. So the podcast is called Culture, Comms, and Cocktails. So we've covered the culture part, we've covered the comms part, now let's cover the cocktail part. As I said, Las Vegas is a place very near and dear to my heart. There are some amazing cocktails, amazing places to get cocktails there in Las Vegas. So what is your favorite cocktail out there, Ray? Or what's your favorite place, of course, at an MGM resort? Favorite place to grab a drink? So I'm excited to share with you what, what my favorite place to grab a, a drink is. Um, and I had the chance to have a sneak peek at, and I'm, this is a, may, might be a shameless plug, plug, but I'll share this anyways. A new place called On the Record, which is at Park MGM. Um, it's a nightclub. Um, not, it, it's, it's a nightclub with a very cool vibe, a very chill vibe um, that is opening up New Year's Eve. Uh, and I had the chance to get a sneak peek with some colleagues and I, I'll tell you, it's a, it's an amazing place. Uh, if you are able to come to Vegas and especially stay at Park MGM, definitely check it out. Um, it's a great place just to hang out, grab a few drinks. Uh, if you want to dance, you can dance. If you don't, you can just hang back and enjoy the atmosphere. Uh, the music is great. Uh, and the overall atmosphere is very, very unique from what you would typically find. 
uh, at a nightclub. I, I not want to go to a bunch of nightclubs and, you know, jump on the dance floor. Uh, and that's one reason why I, I like this club because it's, it has such a chill atmosphere and environment. So it's some, definitely something special that if you are visiting Vegas, um, definitely check it out on the record at Park MGM. So first off, Ray, all plugs should be shameless, in my opinion. Uh, so the Park MGM, new place on the record, uh, endorsed by Ray. I have not had the privilege of being there yet, uh, but we'll check, certainly check it out on my next visit to Las Vegas. Again, Ray, I want to thank you for being a guest on Culture, Comms, and Cocktails. Um, it can be a little scary being a uh, guest on a podcast. It can be scarier being the first guest on a podcast. So uh, thanks for being on here with me. It was my pleasure and, again, an honor to be the first. Uh, thanks for the invitation. Thanks for your partnership and the entire Social Course team. Uh, again, we're excited about 2019. Uh, we know great things are on the way. Uh, and thanks again for having me. And if you're still listening, join me and 400 other world-class communicators April 24th in New York City for FutureComs 2019. This day-long event showcases the best in internal communication to keep your skills sharp. Speakers have yet to be announced, but that will all happen soon enough. Registration information and pricing is available at futurecoms.info. And if you've already made the wise choice of being a Social Course customer, attend our customer forum the day before on April 23rd. You will get to meet many of the communicators that will be featured on this podcast. Again, learn more at futurecoms.info. Thank you, Ray Bachnight, for being the first guest on Culture Comms and Cocktails. Uh, this is far from my first podcast rodeo, but it's always a little nerve-wracking getting that very first episode out. So I also want to thank each of you for listening in. This is Culture Comms and Cocktails, internal comms served straight up. See you next time.